Okay, so did you know that there are some things in your life that, well, most don't realize are secretly undermining and even destroying the manifestations of your desires? Today, identifying those journey busters for the law of attraction to manifest your best life in three, two, one. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings, Kinetic Believers. I'm Stephen Canyon. So glad you could join us, each and every one of you, for another adventure of attracting our best lives. Email address is kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Stephencanyon.com is the website. Miss Maggie, how are you? I'm wonderful. It's what day is it? Friday. Friday. It's happy Friday day. (laughs) It's weird because I feel like I said that yesterday. (laughs) Like last Friday feels like yesterday. Time's flying, isn't it? It is. It really is. That means we're having fun. I, you know something I wish we could do, and I, I wish we had a band in here. I wish we had just some music going, because I feel like celebrating every time we crack the mics to do another podcast. That would I be am, fun. It would be, wouldn't it? Well, I would, like, I would like to add, you know, suspenseful music and, you know, sort of the, the cymbal chime whenever we tell a joke. I want high-energy <laughs> celebratory music. I want a tambourine to play. <laughs> I don't know, just something to rattle and shake. That, that, all that means is that you want to dance. <laughs> jump up and down. You're right, I do. I'm going to jump up and down. And I don't think it's just because it's Friday. It's because we're celebrating life. It starts to, every day starts to feel like the excitement of Friday, right? When, you, when you're doing it right. When you're doing it right. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's a great way of looking at it. I do like it, it right in every day's Friday, as Maggie says. <laughs> so what, what was mm-hmm. it? I'm still marveling at the helicopter that just went by. I know. It's... Now, I have to say, it seems to me ridiculous. G- guys, This a helicopter just flew by over. One of those huge, enormous, I guess it's a bell helicopter, but it's carrying a little basket of water behind I it, know. about 100, 100 yards behind it. And it looks like a thimble, and you can see the water spilling out. of. I guess it's on its way to a fire somewhere. I, yeah, I have no idea. I it mean, seems like the most insignificant amount, uh, of, water. amount of water to a and, forest and fire. Who, like, maybe it's huge if you're right up on it. I guess, but you they see they always that, look small. They it seems like how how does that make a difference? I don't I don't understand. Uh, I don't know. Either, if you if you understand how that makes a difference, send us an email. <laughs> either way, I'm still celebrating. I want a tambourine. <laughs> Jump up and down. We're excited. Life is grand, isn't it? Yes. If you're KB Creative, you know life is what you're making it. Yeah. It's what we're creating it to be. You know, kinetic belief live talking about celebration is. Right around the corner. Can I believe live? Oh, that's so exciting, isn't it? It is. Look, bring your questions. Uh, I know everybody listening is planning on showing up and attending kinetic belief live bring your questions we're going to talk about the transforming power of kinetic belief and i feel like the, the thing i'm most excited about is feeling those energetics you know feeling the energetics of everyone that's participating knowing that we're all in that together having that same mental goal spiritual goal i just i love that it's couple, so powerful a couple of the emails that we've already gotten people are saying like well what kind of questions should i can i bring to the to the workshop yeah. no start right now by asking yourself in advance what do I, how do I continually align with abundance? Okay, that's a great one. A lot of people want to know that. Or a lot of people are about attracting better health or you have good health. And I just want to, it could be losing weight. How do I do that for myself? I've been trying it for so long. Write those questions down. I want to powerfully attract um, 
uh, wealth into my life, abundance, whatever it is, we are going to be working on the imagination yes. of the lens for life. And yeah. going all the way back to all of our original genius of purpose. Yes. Zeroing in on everyone's very specific personal questions. I love, I love, you know, getting down into, uh, like we always say, the nitty gritty of what everybody wants to know. Well, Meg, it's always when you and I get together in a room with some others yeah. in a two hour period of time mm. goes by like a buzzsaw of energy. That's so true. It's crazy. It's, it's over in a blink, isn't it? Yes, it is. And that's coming up, which we'll be here in speaking of blinks in just a matter of a blink. <laughs> yes. So today we're talking about identifying journey busters. Ooh. Being aware like of what it is that gets in the way of the journey. Makes me think of Ghostbusters. Well, let me let me just open this up with a question. Okay. So, what do you desire most in your life? Oh, uh, you know the usual: <laughs> love, good health, joy, happiness, mm-hmm. uh, prosperity, and of, of course, you, my love. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! I'm blushing. <laughs> but seriously, you know, everybody's got something, right? Yeah. Usually more than one something that they yearn for and that they dream about or deeply desire. Most of those desires deal with financial prosperity and health and family and and just an all-around abundantly successful life. Yet for most people, most of those desires, they go unfulfilled. Mm. Well, why is that? You may already know the basics of how kinetic belief works. So you've been believing and speaking right words because we know that words in the natural realm are actually things. You've been putting action with your expectations. You've been moving toward what you're expecting to attract in your life. And you're meditating on a profound change in perspective to always celebrate the diversity of other people's ideas. They're, you're celebrating their expectations. You're celebrating the life that you're living. You're, you've got the proverbial tambourine on the seat beside of you as you're driving off to work in the morning. <laughs> and you're unconditionally loving yourself and you're loving all others. Yes, yes. And those are the basics to connect belief that we begin our manifesting journey with, aren't they? I mean, yep. that's how we move toward exactly what we're expecting to attract into our lives. Um, you know, I got to say, Steve, like one, one of the things that you're always teaching um, that's helped me a lot anyways, is, is it's the ability that we have to change that perspective regarding what we expect to to manifest, to show up into our lives through meditative journaling. Yeah, so, you know, we all get, we get that going, all of these things in the right direction. We're working our kinetic beliefs. We're KB right. creatives. And now here's a journey buster that shows up. If we've been pursuing each of our desires, which requires the energetics of a continual pursuit, and we still don't have what we desire most, it's still not, you know, showing up in our life. We don't see it anywhere. We might be wondering, well, what am I missing? Right. What am I doing wrong? Why don't I already have what I desire most? I'm ready to make a change and turn things around, Stephen and Megan. (laughs) Why am I not seeing this in my life? Look, if something is still missing, then your kinetic beliefs are not your only source. Hmm. There's still negative dynamics that you're relenting to in your life. Look, the source for all things is totally, completely, 100% located within the creative substance of things hoped for. And those good things are positively sourced by the creator of all of life. In other words, if we don't have what we desire most showing up, it's time to ask some sobering questions. Like, who are you relying on to get you what you desire most? 
Mm. What are you relying on? That's a big one. Yeah, what are you imagining to be the source of your income, for example? Is it your existing connections in life? Is it the Rolodex on your desk? I mean, are you depending on your government? In other words, who or what do you imagine to be your source? Now, wait a minute before you answer. Because it's easy to say that the universe or that our creator is my source. But if we suddenly find ourselves out of a job, we find, our, we find out who our source is by the way that we respond to that. For example, if you go into work and they give you the pink slip and say, we don't need you anymore, and if you begin to panic and you become fearful, then you know that you've made your job or your employment your source. If you're afraid of losing your job or if you're quick to search the internet or to even ask some friends for solutions to your relationships or things about your health problems, then the expectations of our creative kinetic belief is not our source. And please don't misunderstand me. I am not saying that the creative power of kinetic belief doesn't rearrange circumstances to open unexpected channels to advance us and to grow us and to assist us and promote us and bless us and all of those things. But if we're not looking within to put a final demand on what we desire as an open demonstration of loving our Creator, of loving ourselves, and loving other people, then our authority to attract and manifest, to rearrange the universe around us, our authority has not yet become our final authority. It hasn't become our only source, the only source that we're relying upon. And if this is the case, then our desire, our manifesting hope for changing our lives is still in the wrong place. This is the only way that the law of attraction works. So I want to make sure I completely understand what you're telling us today. Um, so you're saying that if we're not looking within ourselves to determine who we are, what we desire, what we want, all of those things, then we are still being tripped up by uh, journey busters. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's when it's when we fully trust in our manifesting authority that the universe is going to deliver the desires of our heart. Another journey buster, Meg, that comes up so often is many just don't imagine beyond the possible. Wow, yeah. You know, we've all heard the age-old saying, whatever can be imagined can be achieved. Well, now that's a true statement, but why is that a true statement? In quantum theory mechanics, thought forms cannot exist in a universe where those forms are impossible. Mm -hmm. In other words, you cannot imagine something that's not possible. Imaginations <laughs> are things. Thoughts are things that are possible in this, in this realm, in, this, uh, in, in your reality. So the constructs of this reality is this, that all things are possible to any person who kinetically believes. All things are possible toward those whose belief for such things continue and does not waver within the energetics of grateful expectations for those things to be able to manifest into your life. Wow. Um, you know, I, kn I know you, you often talk to us about how it's our unwavering belief beliefs. It's, it's when we aren't double-minded about something that we desire that works the law of attraction. You know, what does it mean to actually be double-minded? Okay, well, let me, let me answer your question with a question. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> I'm going to let me off the hook. <laughs> right, it's Friday. Me. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Do the things that you desire most far mm -hmm. exceed what seems possible? Mm -hmm. 
And to make it fair, here's a question I'm, I'm always asking myself. Okay, This is a question that every KB creative actually needs to be asking themselves, and that is this. Do I allow myself to kinetically believe for things outside of what my current salary is? Do I allow myself to imagine outside of my present circumstances? Do I allow myself to imagine my physical body as something that it's not yet already in appearance? Or do... Do you look at your bank account to determine your wealth? Do you look out the window of your kitchen to imagine where you live? <laughs> Do you look in the mirror to imagine what you look like? All good points. <laughs> because look, as long as as long yeah. as we're living this way, then we have not yet made kinetic belief for the law of attraction to literally change our lives, our only source for life. Mm. We're still double-minded. Because there are natural limits to everything here on earth, but our creative means are limitless. There are no boundaries unless we imagine there to be boundaries. The key to overcoming those journey busters that we're talking about is we have got to discipline ourselves to stop trying to think about the how our desires are going to happen. Mm-hmm. The evidence that our desires even exist is our kinetic belief. And a lot of people put a time limit on these things as well. They just don't have the patience to be able to endure. What if we're believing for something and two years pass, five years pass, 10 years come and go without Mm. that thing showing up? Yeah. Well, time is passing anyway, isn't it? I mean, we might might as well identify journey busters and believe for something in the meantime and do it without wondering if it's actually going to even manifest. (laughs) Time is passing, isn't it? (laughs) You know, and kinetic belief, it, I mean, it requires time to get it done. And I guess what you're, you're saying that time, you're saying that time is actually, well, it's a friend to kinetic belief and not the enemy. They go hand in hand. Right. If we needed 10 minutes to catch a fish, but we're only willing to give it four minutes, would we ever be successful? (laughs) No. No. We're hungry. (laughs) Right. So... and, you know, I have to say this topic that you're hitting on right now, it's taking me back to how you began the podcast, talking about journaling, the power of journaling, because I immediately am going to that because whenever I have my best mental inspired meditative breakthroughs, it's when I'm journaling because I'm pausing, you know, I'm taking a moment to construct by putting myself in a new situation, in the higher situation, in the better situation that I'm believing for. But it does, I think you have to sort of slow down and regroup. And obviously journaling is, is the best way to do that. That's Yeah, because the journal becomes our lens for life. Yes. Not the kitchen window. Right. It's our journal. Mm. And look, here's wow. another journey buster, and which is the negative energetics of thoughts, of failure. And internalized thoughts of condemnation that will cause someone to doubt that they even deserve a better life than what they're presently experiencing. Right. If, if our creator, the one who originally imagined all things, the bias behind creation before the Big Bang, if that desire for who we were meant to become ever thought to actually keep something from us, then it would have been our imagination for more that would have been withheld. We wouldn't have been created with the authority and dominion wow. to be able to imagine, to be yes. able to attract things, to become even more. Right. No, the universe only knows to equip our desires with the substance of what we believe we should have. And that just brings the reality of what we are experiencing 
full circle right back to the onness of self, up to ourselves. In other words, we are not victims. We're not actually stuck. We're not unable. What we see around us right now was created by the words we've been speaking. And so what we see are the manifestations of what we have been believing. Change what we believe and we'll change what we see. Mm to the degree that, you know what, we advance our mind, body, and soul, it will always align with the degree of our sense of self-worth. Well, and I love that you made the connection that time is a friend to the kinetic believer because I have to say, any time that I've been working to manifest something very specific into my life and it does take longer than maybe I wanted it to, it's so easy to look back on that journey and see where I was brought up to the challenge. I was changed. I was matured. I, you know, there were things that needed to manifest in me to meet that thing in that place at that time. And so, you know, there's a lot going on. You know, it's not just, I want a million dollars. Oh, well, it's been a year. Now I get a million dollars. There's so many things manifesting so that it's all a blessing to us so that we can be grateful for that holistic picture of the million dollars. You're the kind of person that, that knows what to do with it, that knows how to, how to live a full expansive life with that, with that income. So it, it's all connected. It is all connected, and it is the proverbial mental gymnastics of a wristwatch that an anxious person continually continually glances at mm-hmm. while putting a time limit on the expectations of things to manifest. Yes. And so anxiety is a, a root of what? A fear. Mm-hmm. Fear that it's not going to happen. Yes. And as long as that fear is present, then what you're hoping to manifest actually is not being attracted to you because it cannot come toward Mm -hmm. the energetics of anything that's fear-based. That's so true. And think about the type of person that, that you are when you have replaced all that anxiety with you know, time well spent patience. And that has, that has done this beautiful work within you. I just love that, how all of those things are connected in time. Like you're telling us, time is a blessing. In Somebody this. that's enjoying the journey is never in a hurry to get to the end. Never hurry, never worry. That's it. Okay. Well, let's talk about the sense of self-worth for a moment. Yeah. Because what, well, what is it that makes you feel like you have value? You see, most people have their identity and sense of self-worth attached to something in their life. In other words, it can be your appearance. It might be uh, your material possessions or the opinions of other people, which often it is. Even more often, people perceive their sense of value as being tied to their profession. So then what happens when those things are no longer there? Who are we? What are we? So we need to know the answer to this question. If tomorrow you could no longer do what you professionally do now, would you lose your value? I mean, that's what happens to a lot of professional athletes and celebrities, for example, when they're injured or they get older. All their imagined sense of value, their identity, was wrapped up in what they did or what those around them thought of them. Mm-hmm and their celebrity status or whatever it is instead of who they really are. And if they lose what they do, they don't know who they are anymore. Wow. When our original identity, Megan, outside of any profession, outside of money or possessions, is our only source of value, we will not uh, uh, be secure in ourselves. Hmm. We won't need lots of compliments for example, and pats on the back and positive attention when our original identity outside of a profession um, 
goes back to our genius of purpose. We're not needing compliments anymore. We won't need to be promoted to feel valuable. We don't need to be singled out as a top performer or anything. That's because we know that our value was set before we were born, before we came into the natural. A value was appropriated to each and every single one of us. I have to say this, it's a very powerful awareness that you're creating for us right now around, you know, the, the thing that you've done for a really long time in life, it can, it can become very manipulatable in your life and it can make you think that that is who you are. For example, when I graduated high school, all I had ever done was play the violin and study. <laughs> so who the heck am I? You know, I'm becoming an adult. And I know that a lot of people have that within relational roles, whether maybe you've been intensely steeped in being a mother for, or a father for so many years, or, or maybe you've taken care of someone in your family, but th- that can be overlaid through any role in life. And I love that you're bringing, like I said, that is this very powerful awareness of what that is versus what your identity actually is. Well, the reason this is so vital is because these are the things that set us free from being in Cumbered by negative source influencers, that those influences around us, that the border bullies that we often talk about. Mm-hmm. For example, the next time a negative influencer tries to bring a thought to you that you're not worth very much, mm-hmm. remind yourself that you did not first imagine you. Okay? Remind yourself that the universe breathed life into your form and then <laughs> went through all of the yes. trouble to make sure that you would hear this today, this podcast. And to make certain that you would perceive yourself with the same priceless value that you were created with. Because I can only tell you so much. You have the ability to look within to know what I can't tell you. That the highest value that can ever be placed on anything in the universe was given as a gift to every single human being creative. Economies will change, professions change, but your value never changes. Let your God-given genius of purpose be your only source of value, and your soul will be prepared to receive exactly what it is that you desire most. Wow. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, what lies behind us and what lies before us are just tiny matters compared to what lies within us. We well, want to work on some guided thought forms. You know I do. Send us off. I can into tell the you weekend. did. Got your tambourine? Let's start shaking. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I'm say this out loud. Yeah. Say I was created. I was created with a value of priceless substances. With a value of priceless substances. <laughs> I am confident. I am confident. And strong in my self worth. And strong in my self worth. I am very secure. I am very secure. With who I was created to be. With who I was created to be. I have very high opinion. I have a very high opinion of the journey set before me. Of the journey set before me. I value and honor my imagination. I value and honor my imagination. My self-esteem. My self-esteem is what I use. It's what I use to become even greater. To become even greater. I believe in my unique self. I believe in my unique self. I believe in my endless abilities. I believe in my endless abilities. I am in control of the life. I am in control of the life that I will experience. That I will experience. I am happy. I'm happy. I'm full of joy. 
joy. Him full of joy. Good health. Good health. Prosperity. Prosperity. Joy. Joy. And happiness. And happiness. I am creating a beautiful life. I'm creating a beautiful life. For all to see. For all to see. That's it, though. That's for identifying journey busters. I think I got it now. Wow, what a powerful podcast this has been today to send us off into the weekend. And if you want to learn more about the guided journal, the Kinetic Leaf Live workshop, the Genius of Purpose workbook, all of the fabulous lifestyle tools available, you can go to stephencanyon.com. Sending out love to all the KB creatives all over the world. Yes, love to all. Thanks as usual, Steve, for all the wisdom. Bye.